All right, we are ready for March Madness, and Duke's sights are set on number six. Can this team give Coach K his final national championship in the farewell tour? We'll talk about this with J.J. Jackson, why we should or should not keep doubting or maybe even celebrating this Duke basketball team. ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked On ACC. I'm your host, Candace Cooper, and I am super excited to have J.J. Jackson of Locked On Blue Devils here on the show. Guys, make sure you realize today's episode is brought to you by Stat Hero. Listen, Stat Hero is reshaping the way you play fantasy sports. Dozens of house-based games to play daily. No sharks, no funky props, just your school skill versus the lineups you choose. Sign up today at stathero.com slash locked on. JJ, thank you so much for joining us. I'm so excited to talk to you today. This is March, Candice. <laughs> we have officially reached uh, the greatest portion of the college basketball season. So excited on this Tuesday to have some first four games being played. And then Thursday, absolute chaos because it all gets started. So let's dive right in. Absolutely. And, you know, we have had a good start to March for some and a little bit of a tough start for others. Duke is definitely still trying to find its way as they prepare for their matchup against Cal State Fullerton. But since I have you, of course, I want to get your thoughts on the end of the ACC tournament and why Duke has just got to turn that page. Yeah, several ways to look at this. Obviously, there's uh, frustration, disappointment, every uh, kind of negative word that you could probably think of for Duke's loss to Virginia Tech in the ACC title. I, I do also want to make sure, though, that uh, I give this Duke team credit for the way that they were able to pick up two wins in Brooklyn over Syracuse and over Miami. The last time we saw Duke play before the ACC tournament was one of the most emotional and just tough losses that you could ever have losing your final game of the season and Coach K's final game in Cameron Indoor against North Carolina. So uh, there was a large portion of this fan base and a large portion of people who cover Duke athletics that were worried about their chances of, of not even making it back to the mm-hmm. ACC championship game. And we saw them really struggle right out of the gates against the Syracuse team that was without Buddy Bayheim. But next thing you know, they picked it up. They started to play better. And so uh, losing to Virginia Tech, look, Duke just did not make shots from the outside, plain and simple. That was it. They were 4 of 20 from three-point range. They're much better than that. They were not rebounding the basketball, and the defense has fallen off a little bit for Duke. That's all you could say. you got to tip your cap to Hunter Couture for (laughs) Virginia Tech, who Candace averages eight points a game, eight, (laughs) and poured in 31 in the title game. My man said, I am not going down out of fight. I want to have no doubt that I should be in the ACC, not only ACC champion, but go dance in March. And I think, you know, for the Hokies, it's a little annoying because you knew they were going to be a decent team. They kind of got in their own way. So it should be of nobody's surprise if you cover any of these teams around the conference, what Virginia Tech was supposed to be. Now, of course, having Duke be in the final, you thought it was a cakewalk. I personally was pissed that Wake Forest lost to Boston College because I wanted to see, like, you know, a little bit better matchup than that. But more than more than anything, I was just impressed by the fact that Duke could bounce back. They were winning some tough games. There's always tough games in March. But still, 
every time you get to like the the icing of the cake, you're like, okay, here's here's a way to honor Kay or however they want to paint this narrative, especially with the media side of things. And it kind of squats and craps the bed. So I think that's where I'm like, is this Duke team going to have enough to get it done? What do you think? Yeah, no, I think that there's absolutely a chance that the Duke team could pick up a, a six wins in March. I, I do think at the end of the day, as we've talked about all season long, look, Candace, this Duke basketball team, is still the most talented team in the entire country, period. There's yeah. no other team in college basketball that has the talent that the Duke Blue Devils have with the number of McDonald's All-Americans that they've got, the number of players that are projected to go in the NBA draft here in June at the end of the season. So they've got the most talent, and we've seen them pick up incredibly signature wins on the season against Gonzaga and against Kentucky, two teams who were very popular picks to win the entire dance. And so this Duke team very much is able to a championship. JJ, what's the problem that you have all these All-Americans, you know what greatness looked like. You've witnessed it firsthand. You know, you've been a fan and you've been reporting on this team for a while now. What is missing for this team here with all this talent? Lately, it's just been consistency. It's just been the yeah. ability from night in, night out to always know what you're going to get. I mean, you talk about the play of, of these star players and A.J. Griffin has turned himself into a top 10 pick at the next level, deservedly so. My man is super talented. My man, uh, for a large portion of the season, A.J. Griffin was shooting nearly 50% from three-point range, which is just crazy to think yeah, about. Right. 50%. Yeah. for And it's like it's not like he's taking two shots a game from deep. He's got a large volume <laughs> of three-pointers that he's shooting. But then yeah. in the title game, Candace, when you need to make down shots from the outside, A.J. goes one of eight in the game from the three-point line. Trevor Keels. I love him so much. Love when he puts his head down and goes all the way to the rim. He's so big. We joke he's like a linebacker out there playing basketball, and you know he is always going to give it on the defensive end. But in the ACC tournament in all three games, Trevor Keels, known for his shooting coming into college, went 2 of 14 from three-point range. So there's just been this level of inconsistency from this team. The defense has fallen off a little bit. I don't know if this team got bored. Uh, which you certainly would hope that's not the case because they did win Duke's first conference regular season title in 15 years. Uh, but uh, yeah, you've got to you've got to clean some things up for sure. Uh, Mark Williams has been great on the inside. He's going to bring the defensive effort uh, all year long, all season long as we get into March. And then once we get into March, Paula Bancaro is known as a projected top three pick. He has got to play like it. He has got to be aggressive. No longer passive, Paolo. We're, uh, we're, I wish there was an alliteration that's not passive, uh, yeah. but a, a prideful Paulo. I, I don't know what we're looking for here. He's got he's to start pushing P. That's just pushing what we got to That's what we got to do. <laughs> no doubt about that. want to get your thoughts here as we get into the preview of the games that NC, that NC State Lord Duke will be playing. But first, remind you guys that I love and hate those buzzer beaters. The drama of March Madness can be so painful for some, but so exciting for others. But that's why I love getting into the game, and you should too. Stat Heroes NCAA single game pick'ems pits the star players against each other in amazing hybrid between fantasy 
and sports gambling. Start focusing on the players you know best with a gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long odds, or funky props. In addition to their pick'em games, they also have dozens of lineups you can come through to take this on head-to-head. A stat hero is the easiest way to get your sports action fixed. The simple, sleek gameplay will have you playing in minutes. Sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash locked on. And you can also use promo code locked on. And make sure you guys tap in there. Go to again, stathero.com slash locked on. So we're rocking and rolling here with J.J. Jackson of Locked On Blue Devils. And Duke plays on Friday at 710 on CBS. You know, get all everybody is going to get their things going, their Saturday night vibes. But if you're really into college basketball, you know you're going to watch more games. So Virginia Tech and Texas play at uh, 430 on TBS right before Duke. Now you're a Duke player. You're getting to see whether or not the team that beat you goes on and moves on to the next round. Does that motivate you to want to get further than the team that beat you in the ACC championship? Uh, I guess in an essence, sure, there's probably a little level of that. Uh, definitely yeah. there's always that motivation in the Duke and UNC rivalry. But look, for Virginia Tech, it's awesome that they won their first ever conference championship period in the ACC when it comes to the basketball side of things. So tip of the cap and, and kudos to them for getting that done. I don't necessarily think that they're going to be the biggest level of motivation for Duke. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, it, it's been, you know, you kind of look at the bracket. If, if Virginia Tech does not go on that run, I don't think they make the tournament based on what we saw from the final results there. If they do not win the whole thing in the ACC 100%. tournament, they're not dancing here. So uh, if you're Virginia Tech, you got to take care of your own business against <laughs> Texas because you got it done in the ACC. Duke still beats you in the regular season. But if you really want to keep marching, you got to make sure you're ready to rock and roll. Yeah, and when it comes to this Cal State-Fullerton matchup, I feel like Duke, out of all of the ACC teams, has the best opportunity to move forward without any, like, let me scratch my head and maybe be a little bit nervous. Everyone else, though, is completely fraudulent and can be beat. <laughs> I'm just going to say. I mean, even North Carolina playing Marquette, I'm like, yeah, okay, you think it's a cakewalk. Shaka Smart ain't no joke. So yeah, he's ready. I, I feel like Duke has the best chance of moving on. What are your thoughts there? Uh, in terms of the the ACC team yeah. moving on to the second round of the 32, absolutely. I mean, Duke's the number two seed, and you just kind of go by seeding. Duke's going to play a Cal State Fullerton team that they're favored by 17.5 points. So mm-hmm. no doubt in my mind that uh, I think Duke has the best odds of getting it going. And, and talking about that Marquette team, remember Marquette came into the Dean Dome just a season ago and beat Carolina in Roy Williams' final season. And to think about that Marquette team, two of their starters – now play in the ACC. Theo John is at Duke, and Dawson Garcia is on the North Carolina basketball roster. And so yeah. that this is a completely different uh, Marquette team and, and sort of the, the chemistry, the makeup of it. But uh, a lot of the same players uh, are going to be back at it. And so we'll see if uh, Carolina is able to pick up a win there. But, no, Duke absolutely has the best shots of making it to the round of 32 out of the ACC schools. You know, maybe Dawson – actually, I one, I think Dawson probably knew the stars were going to align and he would have to play his old team again. That's why he decided not to play the rest of the season, one. Two, Theo John is probably calling all the Marquette players right now and telling them how what to do for every single UNC guy. Like, for this one, you got to square up here. You got to give a little elbow here. Like, that's just that's, – I feel like that's definitely happening, JJ. <laughs> Theo John, who has not been a favorite of UNC for quite some time now. But 
when it's all said and done, you know, I think when you look at the matchup of Cal State Fullerton and Duke, I want Duke to just go out there and play that defensive game that you talked about that they've been prided on for this entire uh, season and show that they are just their eyes are for tunnel vision. Because I think that's what I was assuming would be for the ACC championship, that they would just be in tunnel vision. They will whoop on teams and he would get ready to roll. Maybe it's coming. Maybe I still have to have hope. Are you optimistic about things switching up and like almost elevating for this program? Yeah, I, I think you've got to be. I, I think uh, as we get to this portion of the year, uh, you know, we're talking about all of our great sponsors here uh, at the Locked On Podcast Network, and we're talking about our friends at Stat Hero and and loving and hating buzzer beaters, right? Because like anything can truly happen. <laughs> yeah. And when you play well, it's crazy how much that it, like in the big dance when you play well in the big dance, or in March, so to speak, in the conference tournaments, it is wild what that could do for your confidence moving forward into the following seasons to be like, you know what? Actually, we saw that. We saw glimpses of it at the end of the year. Let's rush into the next season and truly build out a program to where we are the Dukes, the North Carolinas, the Kansas, the Kentuckys of the college basketball world uh, to get back into gear for sure. For yeah. sure. And I would think, you know, just asking about this team specifically, what do you want to see from a veteran leader like Wendell Moore Jr. in order to really get this team going? Everything. I mean, that, that's a great <laughs> question to ask me. Uh, but he he's how Duke goes. When he yeah. plays well, they play well. And so uh, Wendell has kind of been into uh, a lot of the primary ball handling uh, role for this Duke team because Jeremy Roach is now coming off the bench. And when Jeremy comes in, he's uh, had a great run of scoring nights but Wendell getting the Stoop team into their offensive sets. He had a career high, 26 points versus Syracuse in the ACC tournament, and he's going to bring it on the defensive end. He was a member of the all-ACC defensive team. So I got to see Wendell play well because that's going to help do <laughs> Absolutely. It all goes through Wendell. I think it was yeah. really exciting. I think Wendell is going to have to play great, but Jeremy Roach absolutely is an X factor. He is such an energy boost off that bench for them. You can just tell the guys really get going when they see Jeremy hitting, knocking down a couple threes. They're like, okay, this is like a new, you know, switch. Yeah. We can definitely get excited for it. So you've got, you've got to have everybody play well in March. Yeah. Uh, not every, in, in a six game stretch now, not everybody is going to have their best games. There are going to be games where all of a sudden Duke needs some help out on the wing. And next thing you know, Trevor Keels picks up his third foul very early in the second half and needs to sit down on the bench for a little bit. And so is it somebody like Joey Baker who comes into the contest and plays for Duke? Uh, Duke needs Joey to make some shots from the outside. Like everybody on a championship team has to have moments where they contribute to victories across a six-game stretch if you want to be national champions. And given the talent of this Duke basketball team, they've got a shot to do it. Yeah, what pisses you off about this team is literally everybody, one person can just have an amazing night and everyone no else just has to play halfway decent, right. like average, and you're going to have a very good team. Because but every night you don't know who's going to be good. <laughs> outside of the Virginia Tech game where the final score was a 15-point loss and outside of that North Carolina game at the end of the season, Duke had only lost by three points <laughs> in any other losses this season. Like, they are always – right there so that exactly what you're speaking to candace just because oh man we got paulo on an off night well guess what they still have mark williams who's dunking on everybody right you still have trevor keels and aj knocking shots down from the outside you still got wendell who can do it all so yeah this this duke team just because someone has an off night it just means you need other people to step up and play well 
Absolutely. 96% chance to win. I really feel like it's going to be Duke in terms of ACC and everybody else. But love to get JJ's thoughts on the rest of these goobers because, I mean, I think I think I know how it's going to go for a lot, but, you know, maybe I'm just being a pessimist. But here we are in March Madness. That means you need to start thinking now about where you're going to be running your brackets. Are you going for the usual? Are you going for the best? That's why you should visit runyourpool.com because we've done our homework and we really feel like they are the best bet. They have offer more intel to make your picks and all the stuff that you won't find on ESPN or CBS. Clearly, we believe in Run Your Pool because, like I said, we're running our brackets there ourselves. There's no truer test than that. If you want to play against us for a shot at a cash prize of up to $1,800, join us at runyourpool.com slash pure madness at checkout for $10 off your custom pool. All the rules and details will be available there. That's runyourpool.com slash locked on. Again, for a chance to win up to $1,800, runyourpool.com. You should run there right now. And if you are done and you want to just do some single game bets, you want a little props, a little odds, all that good stuff, you got to head to Bet Online from all the latest odds, contests, and player props. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your sports betting needs. BetOnline.net has sports scores, podcasts, and all the news that you will need for this season. It's not just basketball. Basketball. Bet Online is continuing to make sure that you're good with sports wagering information needs, which include live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends. Bet Online is where the game starts. So we're wrapping things up here with JJ Jackson of Locked On Blue Devils, and I just would love to get JJ's thoughts on the rest of the five NCAA tournament teams that we have here for the ACC. And we can start with North. Well, we'll start with the playing game. We'll start with um, who my guys Notre Dame having to play uh, Rutgers. Love to get your thoughts on them because I feel like Notre Dame shouldn't even be there, but here we are <laughs> having to talk about them. Yeah, no, Notre Dame, of course, a, a really interesting team when you look at what they were able to do this season. The fact that they finished second in terms of the standings for the ACC, nobody saw that coming before the season. And it almost feels like you look at Notre Dame's resume compared to others. A win over Kentucky at home like four months ago, forever ago, really was the big signature win. That's all Notre Dame needed to be like, yep, they're, uh, they're definitely an NCAA tournament team. So Credit to Notre Dame for being able to get that done. Look, Notre Dame, uh, coached by Mike Bray, has always got uh, good shooting from the outside. Dane Goodwin is one of uh, the best players in the country. Wendell Moore Jr. did a great job matching up against him when Duke took on Notre Dame. Uh, but outside of that, Goodwin has, has kind of led this, this Notre Dame basketball team. And so uh, I'm excited to see what they could do in, in this first four game versus Rutgers, and, and then we'll go from there. And I know you touched on just a bit about the Marquette, North Carolina game, but for North Carolina, you saw how they got throttled by Virginia Tech. I don't know if that spoke more about Virginia Tech, <clears throat> excuse me, or North Carolina, but would love to know, do you think this North Carolina team has it to get out of this round and potentially go on to take on Baylor? <laughs> no doubt. In, I mean, in Fort Worth. <laughs> yeah, that would be tough, right? You're, you're playing a team from Waco and all of a sudden you're playing in Fort Worth, uh, in the state of Texas. North Carolina fans travel very, very well to their credit, so that will help, but it's still in Baylor's backyard <laughs> taking on the defending national champions. Look, you can't overlook Marquette, or else Shaka Smart is a great coach, and he's going to have his team ready to play. He doesn't have as much pressure with this Marquette job as he did leading a Texas program, and we saw everything that Shaka Smart did at VCU. So definitely be on the lookout for what Marquette can do, but North Carolina – 
can win against Marquette. Ultimately, I do think the Tar Heels do beat Marquette, and then you never know what happens. I don't think they're going to beat Baylor, but it's March. And if North Carolina has a great game where Brady Manick cannot miss from the outside, or Caleb Love is 10 toes down like he loves to be in the moment and knocking shots down from the outside, and Baycott is dominating on the interior, you never know. So uh, I'm not overlooking Marquette if I'm North Carolina, but I do like their chances to win that basketball game. There you go. Miami, USC. I think this is definitely a toss-up, but Miami, which team are we getting is going to be the more important question. JJ, how are you feeling about the Hurricanes? Yeah, I can't wait to see this game. Uh, USC has been a really fun team to watch this season. Uh, they've been really competitive in the Pac-12, and, and I like what that team has done throughout the year. But Miami, uh, to their credit, those guards are just so tough and so good when you talk about Charlie Moore, Cam Augusti, and Isaiah Wong. And every time we look back on the great NCAA tournament teams and you look at the winners, they've always got several guards who lead the way for them, who truly pace their basketball team and put them in great spots to succeed. And that's exactly what Miami does and has. It's going to be tough against this USC team. I think USC is a little underseated for what they've been able to accomplish this season. But uh, I, I think Miami's got as good of a shot as anybody in the ACC to keep it moving. There we go. And then finally, that Texas-Virginia Virginia Tech matchup. I argue that Virginia Tech might be the hottest, one of the hottest teams in the country right now because nobody's feeling more confident and shouldn't feel more confident than Virginia Tech. Hell, you took down a lot of Goliaths in order yeah. to win ACC. So why not you at this point playing against a powerhouse Texas team out the gate? You stole the words from me, Candace. Why not you? And, and, and look, they, they've got the, the good vibes on their side. The basketball gods are certainly looking out for Virginia Tech this time of year. And so kind of stick to what you've been able to do. Hope that uh, the likes of, of Storm Murphy and Couture uh, can keep making shots from the outside. We know Kive Aluma is one of the premier players in the entire conference. You know that you're going to get something from him on the interior uh, but uh, Chris Beard is no stranger to March Madness. Did a really good job with the Texas Tech program. Now he goes across the state to lead the Longhorns in his first trip to March Madness with that Texas program. So that's going to be an amazing game because yeah. I do think you've got the big program in Texas and then you've got all the momentum with Virginia Tech colliding. And I can't wait to see how it plays out. Yeah, I think that'll be my favorite one only because I really feel like it could be a toss-up between Miami and USC. Duke is going to take care of business. Notre Dame, you know, it is. I'll, I'll be okay either way. But, man, North Carolina, I'm just – it is what it is. Amen. Point, they won what they were supposed to win for me, so I move on. But Texas and Virginia Tech, that's just one where I'm, if you want your, back, your bracket busted out the gate – that's going to be the game that definitely does it for you. But, JJ, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much for your time. Can you please remind these folks of where they can find you, follow your work? Yeah, Locked On Blue Devils each and every day, five days a week. You're getting excited to talk about uh, this March Madness run for Duke. Hopefully it does result in the sixth national championship for Mike Krzyzewski and the Duke men's basketball program. Find us wherever you get your podcast on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils, and I'm on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore uh, Duke favored by 17 and a half over Cal State Fullerton. And we're going to talk about the Titans and the Blue Devils all week long, so catch me over there. Thanks, Candace. Thank you, JJ. For Candace Cooper and JJ Jackson, hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Until next time.